You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Lockdown sent you. Happy Tuesday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can also Find me at whole9sports.com where I am the founder and that is where all of my written work will go including at least one piece this week. If I get the quote that I need this week then yeah a second one's coming up. Um, Today we'll talk about the Florida Gators that I am most excited to see during this upcoming football season. The latest Gators basketball commit Elijah Kennedy and we'll take a look at how some Florida Gators are performing in the MLB. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Lockdown Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. And I am going to say this again, like I said yesterday, and I will say today, and I will say throughout the rest of the week. Next week, I'll be on vacation. So while there will be new episodes every day, I'll be recording them before I leave. So I apologize if any news happens while I'm gone. Um, but I'll be on vacation. I'm not going to have my recording gear. So sorry um but i'll get back to it when i get back start of today's show of course we're talking about the gators i am most excited to see this football season and uh all of them <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say that all of them but i picked five guys that i am uh very excited to see because i have whether it maybe i have high expectations for them or i have high hopes for them uh, yeah, that's why they made this list. So first up, Jeremiah Moon, the guy that miraculously shrunk three inches from last year to this year. Uh, I was incredibly excited when he was supposed to be in Mobile in this past January for the Senior Bowl because I was there and I was like, oh, that's going to be awesome. Another Florida Gator. Um, unfortunately, he didn't because he came back to school, of course. Um... <laughs> But, you know, Jeremiah Moon someone who he's always had these high expectations on him, primarily because he has all of these physical tools. Like, he has all of the physical tools that you look for when you're looking for a defender that can kind of move all over the field and do a whole bunch of things. And, I mean, he's... Jeremiah Moon is kind of the gator I thought of when, uh, during the pro day, Dan Mullen was like, hey, like, if you're going to cover... Uh, Kyle Pitts, like he's a unicorn. If you're going to cover a unicorn, you need a unicorn. Not many NFL teams have a unicorn. And Jeremiah Moon was a guy that I was like, you know, he, he's got the potential to be a unicorn. Like whether it's like he's got the raw athleticism to produce as a cover guy, um, as a pass rusher, as a run defender, just flying to the ball and being able to make these plays. But that's the biggest thing is we have not seen that production from him. And I, I need to see it this year for me to really buy into him because I'm super excited. And like I, I, I want to see it happen finally. Like I've been hyped up long enough. Let me see it. Uh, next up, Emery Jones. Uh, this one is just like so obvious. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it um, because... 
you know, I'm, I'm going to dedicate a whole episode to Emory Jones probably at some point. So yeah, I'm going to say that. Um, yeah, this one's incredibly obvious. I'm a huge fan of his, as we all know. I can't wait to see him be our signal caller before the whole year, like for with a whole season. I cannot wait to see what he can do, especially just as he grows and towards the tail end of the season. I'm so excited. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to the versatility that he brings his whole offense. Like, that's one thing that I think, we're like, yeah, we're going to see him run the ball. We're going to see this team run the ball a lot more. But... Emery's also opening up a level to the offense that we didn't have with Kyle Trask. Again, as much as I love him, but Emery just brings a cannon for an arm with him. And that's really what I'm looking forward to as well in this passing attack. Uh, Next up is Kair Elam, a possible corner one in the draft. Huge fan of his game. I I can't wait to talk more Kair. And I'm going to before the season too. There's plenty of time. Don't worry, I'll, I'll get to him. Um, but yeah, also, selfishly, former cornerback myself. So I love me some good DB play. Because, you know, when I watched myself play corner, it wasn't good DB play. Like, I thought it was, but <laughs> I, I thought it was at the time. But looking back, nah, it was not good DB play. Um, so it, it's great. Like, I love watching good defensive backs, which... That's one of the reasons I love the Gators, because you know, we got solid DBs just flowing through the school. Uh, we have Zachary Carter as the fourth guy, so second to last. Um, I'm really hoping that this year he'll be able to repeat as the team sack leader, and hopefully, hopefully, he'll be the SEC sack leader. Um, a strong year from Zach could really get him in first-round contention as a guy. That's one thing where he's... He's kind of a, a tweener, like Mello mentioned. Like he could play DED tackle. Like he moves along that line. Um, I would like to see him get just more, uh, more, more pure pass rush reps from the outside. Um, just because I would really like to see what he can do, and like really let him get home and just get some plays made in the backfield. That I mean, the Gators need like this defense. We have high expectations for you. Sure. Last year was tough for the Gators defense. I don't care. We have high expectations for you. Like that that's a very clear thing that we've been very open and honest about. There are high expectations on this defense. I'm hoping they can live up to it. Um and honestly, Zachary Carter going to be a huge X factor for that. Offensively, the last player on this list, Xavier Henderson. Um I think he's going to play a bit more of that uh that Trayvon Grimes role over on the outside, which is awesome. Um, just because like, I, I loved Trayvon in that role. And I think that Xavier is, I, I think it's fair to say that Xavier Henderson is more athletic than Trayvon Grimes was. Like, I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's a far fetched thing to say. So like, I'm expecting Xavier Henderson to really, Maybe not outproduce in terms of just like total catches and everything, but I, I think he, I want him to outproduce efficiency wise, like more yards per catch, more touchdowns per catch, things like that. Um, so we're looking at a younger, more explosive Trayvon Grimes who now has another year of experience in this offense. And I mean, I mentioned it before when I was talking about Emory Jones, Xavier Henderson 
he has a QB that can push the ball vertically more often than Kyle Trask could. So that's what I'm really really expecting from this offense like i want us to challenge vertically i think we will i think xavier henderson is going to be a big part of that because i think he's going to be a big target deep down the field like that that's what i'm looking forward to really with xavier henderson i want to see him just ball out like i love his game as we build anticipation for the football season Let's start building our bodies too. Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. It has 18 delicious flavors, including recent Built Bar champion, Coconut Brownie Chunk. Personally though, I mean, you know me. Uh, Personally, I'm a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy. But if you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like me, that is no longer a problem. Built Bar is your low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and most importantly, high fiber solution. And you can even enjoy it if you're keto. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D. One five to get fifteen percent off of your next order at builtbar.com. If you've been living under a rock, Homefield Apparel recently introduced the latest and best big new Saturday school, and that school, the University of Florida. Want proof that it's the best big new Saturday school? Okay, it broke home field records. Or I don't know if broke is the right word. It absolutely demolished the record that was previously set by Notre Dame. Um, shocking. Notre Dame blew it in the big one again. Um, but seriously, like the Gators just, just destroyed it. I believe uh, at the end of the weekend, the Gators had 176% more sales than Notre Dame. So basically, everything Notre Dame did, and then 76% of what Notre Dame did on top of that, like we almost doubled them. That was a beautiful thing. It was amazing. We demolished just so many schools. Like Florida State, <laughs> hate you. Uh, thank you to everyone for participating in Big News Saturday. I know I had a blast being a part of it. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDONGATORS for 15% off of your first purchase with Home Field Apparel. And next up today, we have Elijah Kennedy, a kind of late commit for Florida Gators basketball. And one that I'm excited for, though, of course, it's very early um, into his commitment and his recruitment. So I haven't seen him a ton. But from what I've read and from the, I hate saying, I hate admitting this, but like, from the highlights I've seen, because um, I'm I'm a I'm a big like ah, highlights mean nothing thing, because you know, obviously we don't see your negatives. Like that's a big thing for me, so I hate saying it. Um, but again, I, I I think there's nothing wrong with watching highlights to just get a very general feel for what a player is good at, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do here with Elijah Kennedy. Uh. So, yeah, for those of you who don't know, Elijah Kennedy was a very late commit to the Gators, which, again, cool beans. Like, I have no problem with it. He was originally supposed to attend Combine Academy, but an offer from Florida made him change his mind, and now he is coming to Gainesville instead to attend the University of Florida, obviously. <laughs> Elijah Kennedy is a six foot four lefty shooting guard. Supposedly one of the best pure shooters in Virginia. And I don't know why I said supposedly. 
like that as if I was going to be like, oh yeah, but I think he sucks. Because of course, no. Um, I've seen clips of him that I've been able to find. Uh, he got the ratty on him. I'm not going to lie to you. But I will say also, I'm a little skeptical. Actually, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. We'll stick with the positives now, and then I'll get to the negatives. Um, Elijah Kennedy was also the Class 5 State Player of the Year this past season in Virginia, which is phenomenal, really. Uh, just just adding an, just a beautiful thing. Um, of course, that now means the Gators have added six total players to the team this offseason, and five of them are guards, and that's where my skepticism comes from. Because that that gives us just such a crowded backcourt now. Um, like, it's great because we lost two starters from the backcourt and just two very talented players from the backcourt. But, like, now there are so many guys there. And, like, it's not even just that there are so many guys in the backcourt. There are so many new players in the backcourt. Like, that's one thing that I worry about because basketball, like, that camp starting soon um and a big thing for me is that when we're looking at this team and when we're trying to get ready for the season something that mike white and the rest of the coaching staff really have to worry about is or not really have to i don't know if i'd say really have to worry about but really have to focus on is that obviously like chemistry is a thing (laughs) and natural chemistry is amazing and in order to find that natural chemistry, you've got to experiment a little bit. There's not a ton of time to really experiment with all the backcourt combinations that we could put out there in Gainesville. That, that's one thing for me. Just all the options are fantastic to have because like, hey, next man up isn't a huge issue anymore. But at the same time, finding that guard that's going to step up and be your dominant scorer, your dominant ball handler, your dominant whatever, it's going to be very difficult just because you're not going to have, um, uh, you're not going to have ample time to prepare for this and see how guys gel and how they work together because, of course, there's only so much time that you have. So that's that's where my skepticism that's where my skepticism comes from, just being that. Sure, Elijah Kennedy, like he adds spacing, which is great because the Gators have clearly been hunting for that this offseason. We've been hunting for two A players. Spacing is a big part of one of the ways. Um, but now there are so many guards, and there are so many guards that we've brought in that aren't really um, primary ball handling caliber guards. And so it's like, okay, we've brought in a bunch of off ball players. Uh, that can shoot and that can score, but like, how are we going to set up this entire offense to work around them and to run through them? Like, that's where that does that make sense to you guys? I know you can't respond to me immediately, but like, I'm still gonna ask you um, if that makes sense because my concern is just there are so many mouths. If it, it's kind of like with the Florida Gators running back room. That's what I'll compare it to. Like there are so many guys back there that for a running back, it's going to be hard to get uh a- any one of them, like any specific guy in a rhythm. And that's kind of how it's going to be with this backcourt. 
I think is that it's going to be very hard to get any specific guy in a rhythm or any duo in a rhythm working together just because there's going to be, uh, presumably, a lot of substitutions and rotations and all this. And guys like Elijah Kennedy and Kawasi Reeves are two guys that I think are going to maybe, um, maybe be pushed on the back burners a little bit just because the other guys are veterans but at the same time like I'm not convinced any of the other incoming transfers or any of the incoming transfers not other any incoming transfers are necessarily better for the short or long-term success of the Florida Gators than Elijah Kennedy and Kawasi Reeves can be so that's where it's just it's a cluster beep of things where like there's just so many talented guards in this backcourt now and so many talented running backs in the backfield um but we're talking basketball (laughs) um where it's like i don't know if anybody's going to be able to step up and establish themselves as the i don't want to say alpha because that's like a tool phrase um if they're going to be able to step up and establish themselves as the dominant guard that we're looking for just because i don't know if there will be enough opportunities to really go around in this offense like that's that's where my biggest concern comes from but again like elijah kennedy is someone i'm excited for like we got another great shooter and lefty shooters i don't know what it is like their forms just always look so sweet like i'm i'm excited to have them i'm excited to have them there's just some concerns you know and that that's how i am Think the Gators have a shot at the Natty this year? If you're confident, Bet Online currently has plus 2,800 odds. And I'm just saying, I was just talking about concerns with, ba- concerns with basketball. Not a single one of them here. I'm going to take those plus 2,800 odds. Like, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your sports action. I cannot tell you during uh, like the initial lockdown how many times I was betting on just like soccer in countries i don't even know like i was just going anything that was able to go with i was just rolling with it it's a beautiful thing and it's the best way to place your bets like genuinely and it's 100 percent free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts make sure to use promo code locked on that is l-o-c-k-e-d no space oh and to wrap up today's show we're talking about some gators in the mlb um mainly because uh i'm gonna i'm gonna lead with the big name here or the mm, second or third biggest name but the biggest name in the news today does that make sense sure whatever if it doesn't make sense it's too late by the time you're listening to this like i've I've published it so sorry but deal with it um jonathan india former florida gator and current cincinnati red kind of yuck um is the july rookie of the month like and that's fantastic because he's been having a pretty dang good rookie here like and that that's awesome for him he's been hitting or he did hit 319 with 29 hits, seven doubles, four home runs, 12 RBIs, and 18 walks in July. Uh, that is a, a very, very strong month um, for 
anyone really like let alone a rookie like that is that is a good month like imagine if someone was good enough to hold that throughout the year like that's like i don't want to that those are if you can keep that up for every month of the year and every game and like just a season-long average those are mvp conversation numbers like that's how good jonathan india was in july of course i'm not saying he should be even up for mvp or anything like that i'm not even saying he's a rookie of the year favorite like i'm not going that far either yet i'm just saying that july dominant like that was a freaky july and that is awesome for him uh next up the guy i'm gonna talk about like i wanted to talk about him before but or earlier in the month but i was like oh let me not dedicate a whole segment to just uh just talking about how awesome he is um but i i'm gonna use his second favorite nickname because his first one is not appropriate um and i'm I'm hoping that by saying that you'll get what i mean but polar pete the polar bear pete alonzo just a straight up bat slinger out there he's batting 284 with six home runs since the all-star break like the dude's just out here letting it fly and letting it rip and he's having like a great time like that's my favorite thing is like i'm all for talking trash i'm all for showboating i'm all for celebrating dancing doing whatever you want to do like if you're playing well at your sport or if you're um performing well at your activity because it doesn't have to be a sport it could be literally if you're working an office job and you're nailing those excel those excel sheets go ahead go nuts go crazy taunt i don't care flip your desk i don't throw a stapler at someone i don't all right don't don't throw a stapler at someone but you get the point um and pete right now is just having fun with it like he's dancing around he's having fun he's he's bumping with the music he's just going with it and it's like it, at the home run derby he's like kind of when it started like he like at the home run derby he was dancing he was singing along he was rapping along and stuff and it was like okay like this is like this this is in the zone pete and he's just not disappointed at all since then it, it, it's just awesome like he's a beast i love him so much and it's just i'm so happy he's so freaky good um mike zanino is i mean there's not a ton to say about him but like we're talking about gators in the mlb and i feel like it's it wouldn't be right to talk about gators in the mlb and not bring up the guy that's having his first all-star that had his first all-star appearance this year um frankly no matter how undeserving i think it was um i'm sorry to be that negative guy but now don't worry we'll end on a positive note but (laughs) but yeah i'm sorry to be that negative guy but i like i was talking to someone today and i was like i still don't get how he made the all-star game even if every team has to be represented and they go they got to keep positions uh you know kind of balanced and it's like is he even the best catcher on his team like that's my issue like francisco mejia could be better than him like that that's not they're not a, the, even if Zuni knows better there's not a huge talent gap that's what that's what i'm getting at um but so that's just my point but i'm i'm just gonna leave it at that because i don't want to like talk too much trash about him but the final player is anthony desclafini the san francisco giants pitcher who is in his i believe he's 31 right now uh he's got a 10 and 5 record right now which like that's a good record it's not amazing it's not stellar but 
it's a pretty good record. I'm not gonna lie. And I, I mean, I chose to end with him because I, I would like to celebrate a little bit because we're a little over halfway through the season. Like usually All-Star break, even if it's not exactly half of the games, that's the half of the season. So we're a little over halfway through this regular season. And Anthony Desclafini already has a career high in wins. And at this point in the season... He is, I mean, I don't want to, I'm going to knock on wood just because like, I don't, and I, again, I don't know if you guys can even really hear me when I do that, but like, yeah, I'm knocking on wood just because I don't want to be that guy that, that jinxes anything. But Anthony Desclafani is really, I mean, best ERA of his career so far. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll say that so far, best ERA of his career. So that like that's a dope thing to be able to say right now, like because I feel like it's not super often in baseball where guys kind of are still hitting their peak when they're thirty one, and it's also awesome to talk about uh, specifically Anthony Desclafani about it because he's a guy that like coming out of high school he was a twenty something round pick, and then he ended up coming to Florida and went uh, sixth or seventh round. So it's just awesome to see someone like Desclafani like really succeeding now when he's 31, especially already having an underdog story. So that's why I wanted to end with him because it's just like a super positive note. But that about does it for today's episode of Lockdown Gators. Join me tomorrow. Um, maybe D-line episode. We might be getting on the opposite side of the ball now. And, you know, it could be really fun stuff. Who knows? There's a few directions I want to go. I'm going to see where we wind up with it. (laughs) Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports. That's W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. And be sure to check out Locked On HBCU, hosted by Reggie Flood, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked on HBCU debuted yesterday or today at the time that I'm recording it, but you know, you get the gist. Um, I can tell you that like we've been looking forward to this for a long, long time, and I'm so happy that it's finally happening. Like, please go listen to it. Like, even even if you're not following HBCU sports, just please just go do it. Trust me, like it'll be worth it. I promise you. Betting on the Gators, it doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.